Hey, hey, people of Earth, it's time to enter the Spoilerverse via our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with our hosts, John and Kenrick. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on Spoilerverse.com. If you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcaster, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. Demon Slayers and D&D players, welcome back. For the country. I'm Kenneth Green. That is Mr. Horsley. That is Mr. Allen. And that right there is Mr. Woods. And Hello. today on the show, well, we're going to talk Voodoo Child. Uh, the Kickstarter has started, correct? Um, depends on when this is going out, but the Kickstarter is starting on Thursday the 11th. So, so yes, um, the Kickstarter there'll started. A, there'll be a live stream beforehand um, awesome. with, the, with the launch. So. And then uh, Casey, I'm, yeah, can you just start because I gotta go take this phone call. Okay, so um, yeah, it's it's our it's our book. It's coming out on Thursday. Um, it goes live on Kickstarter. Uh, it is a horror comic set in the Vietnam War, and um, while the war rages on, there is a secret war going on in the background. Between the forces of the the Voodoo Loa, which are like the um, the the Voodoo saints, because it's the syncretic religion, um, they're the equivalent of the the saints in uh, Roman Catholicism. And uh, so, one guy was chosen to be the living embodiment of death, and now. Um, Max Buchmann has to choose whether he will uh, go and be this person that he has no interest in being, or uh, will he choose his own path? That is what we're dealing with. So how much research did you put into like the voodoo aspect of this? Like what went into like just getting the, the meat of the story? So um, I did, a, I did a lot of deep dives and the problem with a lot of the voodoo lore is um, there's always going to be different points of view. It's, it's, I mean, shit, read, read the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> that, that none of it lines up. Uh, and and it's, it's similar in, in, in voodoo because it's all these different stories and all of these different um, interpretations uh, because that it's – it sprang from an oral tradition. So it's like a game of telephone. Hey, so when you, when you were doing your guys's research into voodoo, uh, how much did Santeria come into play? Um, not, not really at all because, cause it's, it's kind of a, a different, um, a, a different, uh, religion in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's close in that it also kind of springs from, um, Roman Catholicism, but uh, in regards to like 
New Orleans and, and Haitian voodoo. Um, it's it's still got some uh, differences, some major differences. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't practice Santeria and I don't have a crystal ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm running through the interview and I'm thinking, who's going to run this? Because between me and Casey, <laughs> we're always running interviews. So it's like, well, I, I'm, I don't I'm surely tour, happy to let, to take the, take the passive role and let you guys ask the questions. And, uh, Which Pete I, and I will, will no, I think it, I think it'd be funnier if Casey asked questions about his own book. It'd be great. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask my, Just ask your own questions I'll and answer them. and answer my own questions. <laughs> yeah, actually. So, so Pete. Yes. came up with the, with the, uh, the, the story initially, who, who was the onset of, of the story coming along? And, 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 and if it wasn't you, then how did you get Casey on board and, and vice versa? If it was Casey, how did he get you on board? Um, I can't remember who approached who. I know I was working on a number of small press stuff in the, uh, the UK, and I wanted to work on a create-your-own project because I was working on so many books where basically I was given the script as the artist and last to design stuff, but I wanted something to really get my teeth into. Um, and I'd been in the part of the comic jam stuff that Casey does for a little bit, just, just lurking. I did one or two projects with them, but I didn't really do much, but Casey knew of my work and I just hit him up. I was like, Casey, you're up for doing a project. And he was gratefully, thankfully he said, yes. Um, So both times, let me interject real quick. When you wanted to join the comic jam, I thought you were pulling our leg because your art had already had so much of a professional quality to it. And the storytelling and everything was all there. And then when you asked you me, backhandedly called every comic jam person an amateur. <laughs> no, no. Well, that, that's, that's the joy of the jam is that we all kind of are starting off on our own. And then this guy comes in um, with, with a fully formed uh, of law of, of work. And uh, so which is bizarre for me because I've always wanted to do comics. And when I first contacted you, I've been doing, doing them for about 18 months. Like I studied animation at university, but I've never really sat down to do them. But, you know, you were just impressed. I was like, I, was, yeah, I remember lying in bed because I was on Facebook at the time. I said to Mrs. I was like, this dude in America thinks I'm professional. And she was like, yeah, I wish. I was like, likewise. So, <laughs> you, you fooled him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and then you asked if I wanted to do a, a project with you, and I was like, uh, uh, the dumbest thing I could say right now would be no. So <laughs> that's awesome. So of, of course I jumped on. Well, where did the concept for Voodoo Child come, and you know what made you want to do that? One, you guys pick an era that was hugely popular in the '80s with the Nam and all this kind of fun stuff. But now you've you, you've kind of trying to bring some of that angst back with what you're doing, and I'm curious why Vietnam, why voodoo? Um, well, Casey turned around to me and he was like, "What do you want me to write for you?" And I was like, "Well, I love Garth Ennis, I love Grant Morrison, I love messed up Vertigo stuff. So let's have some zombies going on somewhere and knock yourself out." And he came back to me with Voodoo Child. I can't remember. I know it was based around the initial sketch of Max that I did. Um, but I can't remember if that was after you said, let's do something in the war or like, it must've been because why else would I draw a soldier from the war? So yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I had like an initial idea 
and I wanted to do a um, a heist that took place in Vietnam, and there were somehow zombies involved, and we slowly kind of turned the story in, into what it is now. And um, one thing about this book is that uh, Pete has been, you know, very much along the way, um, it, just as much a, a creator in, in this book as, as I am, like, story-wise. And uh, we'll, we'll collaborate and I'll say, hey, man, is there anything in particular that you want to see? And, 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 <laughs> yeah, and you, really- you, you, you do ask that, except for when I send you a video of Itchy the Killer with the guy getting oil panned on. And I'm like... You wanted to some ideas for stuff to draw. You want to write, and uh, I don't. There's this clip from Itchy the Killer, where basically this guy is held up on hooks, and he's having um, hot oil tipped on him. So I sent Casey the uh, little video of that. I was like, "Hey, dude, um, wouldn't mind drawing something along those lines." He's yet to reply to me on that, and whether he's going to go. Casey, stop being a wuss. (laughs) <laughs> I can't go zero to a hundred, man. <laughs> <laughs> did, did we did we tell the story of how you came up with Voodoo Chow, the 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 name? Oh um, no, we uh, haven't. <laughs> because I'm going to tell everybody now. Casey brought this project to Johnny and I. Um, like I want to say like a year ago, right? Casey? A while ago, yeah, yeah. And and you were talking about it, and the whole time we most of our conversations with with with, with Casey is over text and instant messaging you know we're, we're not talking on the phone very often I and mean, we do but not not often but 90 percent of it is all through text and so he's taken us you know he's spelling out voodoo child and he's spelling it c-h-i-l-l-e and johnny and i talk almost every day like physically talk to each other and we always called it voodoo chili and and i'll be honest i thought chili was a i thought it was cool i thought it sounded cool like like you know how you're like you're gonna eat you're gonna <laughs> like eating crow or eating you know you know what I mean you're gonna you're gonna make them eat dirt you know and so that's what I thought voodoo chili kind of stood for like you're gonna you're gonna be well voodoo down your throat. that works yeah yeah and it was, <laughs> I was laughing because and then two weeks ago we're we're shooting a show and me and Johnny are saying voodoo chili and Casey thinks we're fucking with him like oh no, yeah voodoo chili and we're like. No, dude, this is what we thought it was. <laughs> and it was just hilarious. And so now, why don't you guys, one of you guys, uh, well, it, it, it's a great thing before we started recording. So <laughs> it, it, it helps that the second series that we're doing all takes place in a uh, diner in Queens. Oh, perfect. So um, perfect. It'll, uh, that'll come into play in the next series. It's all about chili and, and the consumption thereof. And I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be a chili bake out, a chili cook off, right? Yes. And exactly. have, to eat his, have to eat his voodoo but chili. But why don't you guys tell us the story of how why child and how that came about? Yeah, cool. So, um, basically, one of the, me and Casey have been chatting for roughly about three three years now, case maybe four. Yeah, one of the things right, we're, we're, I think about we're, three. We're, yeah, one of the things we always talk about quite quite regularly is music. Like we'll have in depth conversations about music. So we wanted to make sure that the comic and the series was had a lot of that behind it, which is why issue one is called Mr. Mojo Rising from The Doors. Issue two is based on the Stooges, like the subtitle of it is based on the Stooges song, which is Search and Destroy. And Voodoo Child um, was going to be the name of the 
but based after Hendrix's thing. Um, and yeah, that there's there's two versions of why we'd call it Voodoo Child. There's a cool version, and uh, Pete made a complete mistake, and it's actually quite a funny tale. So the cool version is that Urban Dictionary says a child is like a god godhead figure of um, a religion. So Jesus would be a godhead of Christianity, for instance. So Voodoo Child would be Voodoo Godhead, which is quite cool. Um, the other version is that Hendrix released Voodoo Child in the UK called Voodoo Child's Slight Return. But me, because I was about three pints in when Casey sent over the logo, I was like, I'm sure it's spelled different. Um, so let's put another L in there. So we ended up with uh, Voodoo Chili. It works. <laughs> I mean, most great things come three pints in, so. <laughs> yeah, you're three pints in. It all sounds good. Oh, I remember pubs. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, know, oh, I, man. <laughs> I, I went out to the restaurant uh, a, a few weeks ago just to pick up an order and they're doing uh, cocktails to go, which they've never done here in Washington state. So I was like, um, yeah, I'm going to get three cocktails to go, <laughs> you know, but it's so expensive. It's like $9, which is probably like what? 13 pounds a drink. Uh, yeah, wow. That's yeah. expensive. Yeah, and it's just like, um, okay, I just got the three, and then and then I get home, and Tiffany's like, why did you... She's like, we could have just went and bought a fifth. <laughs> and just to clarify for him listening, it's it's the other direction for dollars a pound. Nine dollars would be six and a half pounds. Oh, there you go. Ah, okay. Yeah. Actually, I should know that after all the research I did with the app um, for the calculation of the US thing for the for the Kickstarter. Um because yeah. I, I sent Casey a load of artwork. Um to because tr- I tried looking on the Royal Mail website. Royal Mail is like our what's it called? USPS? Is that your United States Post? Yeah. Yeah. So Royal Mail is like your your USPS. Um I looked on their website. I could not for the life of me figure out how much it would cost to post stuff to the States. I was like, no, no. And I work in IT, and I'm pretty good at IT. And you'd think I'd be able to figure this stuff out. But no, so I ended up posting a load of stuff to Casey just to figure this out in the first place, and then added that to the Kickstarter. So any backers of the Kickstarter, whether you're based in the US or UK, get free shipping. So nice. That's the reason why I did that. That's amazing. That's, a, that's actually really amazing, free shipping through Kickstarter. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm just fed up with seeing these Kickstarters for like really cool comics. And then you go on it and based in the UK, you go, yeah, cool, let's have a look at that. And then it's shipping of 30 quid. I'm like, it's not 30 pounds to post something. Well, I don't know. I'm not in the US, yeah. but I know it's not 30 pounds to post something from the UK to the US. It's so. not. It, you, you, you can buy a comic from the US to the UK. I, I've done a lot of shipping through eBay and stuff. And it's it, for, I mean, I can, I can over, I can priority express something in comic book to the UK for like maybe at most $15 American. So it's not, yeah. not, not absorbent. What it what kind of um, what do they call it with, with the uh, Kickstarter? I always forget this. The rewards, okay. fifteen dollars rewards. What kind of what's your reward tier? Uh, so we've got a couple. Um, the lowest one is uh, I'm going to say it in sterling because um, hopefully just about, I think generally put about two quid, two things more on it, and you should generally have the US price in. I think. Um, but the lowest tier is like three pounds for a digital version. Um, again, I'm fed up with seeing Kickstarters where for a PDF you're paying six pounds. It's like, 
why are you doing that for? It's just greedy. You know, there's no need to be greedy. Right. Like right. Um, so the, you can get a, a PDF for the lowest price of three pound. Um, and then we've got the, after that, we've got the, uh, print version, which is the print version and also a artist edition PDF, which includes like the, the original script, um, some thumbnails some character designs, all that sort of, sort of thing inside of, uh, um, PDF along with some wallpapers and that sort of side. Um, and then from that, we've got another one. I'm just going to call up the website, Kickstarter pack with the page a second. Bear with me because I'm just mumbling on here. Let me, let me actually pull it up. So. And that script it contains all my glorious misspellings and idiotic notes to Pete in the, <laughs> in the, uh, the descriptions. And I'll, I'll say, make it dynamic. And um, I don't know what that word means. And I'm, I'm right now I'm scared to, to know because I hope it means what I think it does. Make it dynamic. But Pete's been doing a good job. <laughs> that's, such, that's such corporate backtalk. <laughs> I need to pull in some synergy. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, well, at so, the end of the day, at the end of the day, when we touch base um, and like, you know, just before we clock off the, the end, it's all really good, you know? Um, that's that's some British office speak for you there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll from the get go on on doing this project with Pete. I, I sent him my idiotic book that I wrote mostly on the can, and uh, Pete visual. Thank you for that. In turn, shoots me page by page by page. I'm just like, holy shit. Every time I'm blown away by what this man has produced and um, he uh, it, it's all consistent and it's all uh, when, when he goes off script, which in the notes, I'm like, Hey man, you're an artist. You know how this is going to look on the page way better than I do. Right. Um, and you know, when he goes off script, it's something that completely and totally blows my mind with uh, how much more it adds to the story. Cause Pete is like, he's not just an artist. He is a storyteller. The man knows how to compose a page. He knows how to tell a story and adds so much nuance to what's going on. Um, I feel like I've definitely had to step up my game in regards to like, it's kind of like when, when you it, have you ever been on a horse and, and you go like, oh, I bet I could make this horse go fast. And, and you, you, you go, Oh, let's make this horse go fast. And then it scares the shit out of you because of how fast it goes. That is Pete. Pete is fucking amazing. And uh, I've, I've really had to um, up my game in that regards. Which is bizarre because the script when you've given me, I'm just like, this is shit hot. I can't wait to draw this. So, <laughs> that's what I said. Well, no, but I have got that image. Next time I'm getting the next script off you, I'll be like, dude, like you've written a lot here. Um, you know, get some fiber in your diet. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Uh, but no, Casey's um, script, like, like I, I inspire him to get his like writing and push him a little bit further. His scripts yeah. 
do the same for me as well. So when I'm reading, I'm just like, this is mental, but great mental. This is exactly the sort of stuff I love to draw. Um, That's awesome. And yeah, it, 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 it's just like a really good working. Um, well, I, I can tell you this. Yeah. Time Casey sent over the pencil work for the stuff you were doing. I was like, dang, where do you find this guy? Because <laughs> you've done some great work. And I know Casey's always going to be great at outlining and producing a story because Casey, how long have you been doing the comic jam? I mean, you've basically been doing exercises to write an amazing story for the last five years. I want to say since like 2016, 2017. Yeah. Yeah. So you've just been sitting there writing story after story. Matter of fact, one of my favorite stories that you did on Comic Jam was the guy mowing the lawn and finds the city, the Aztec city of gold. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, that (laughs) it was hilarious. I I sent (laughs) the guy that did the art for that, um, he uh i sent him a picture of my lawnmower so (laughs) that is uh that's my lawnmower in the comic (laughs) nice well i'm excited you can get a lot done with a zero turn did did you did you bring up the rewards you're gonna bring it yeah I've, i've got them up now so um the we've got a the digital version which is basically a 24 page 28 page sorry um digital pdf then we've got the print edition which is the print a digital artist edition, wall, wallpaper, and the name your name in the book. And like I said, free shipping in US and UK. The next page after that is the print edition, artist edition, digital wallpaper, some postcards, and again, the name in the book and shipping. Um, the one I'm quite looking forward to uh, seeing if we uh, will hopefully get some backers behind is the print edition, a digital artist edition, digital wallpaper, name in the book, postcards, two prints, which are Kickstarter exclusive, a trading card side sketch, which I'll be producing for all backers who back that, and an original sketch as well. Um, then you get the option to actually appear in, so you get the next pledge level as you get all of that, plus the option to appear in um, Voodoo Child issue two as a zombie. And I can't wait to, to write that. Um, <laughs> and uh, like, it's issue two is, is done in terms of writing. But you know, I gotta put some stank on it when when somebody chooses that reward. Oh yeah, they're they're going to be zombified in a glorious manner. I mean, all you have to do is see Pete's artwork to know that. But it's it's going to be amazing. Glorious manner, I love it. Um, and what what may help it happen with that uh, level as well is that one of the main characters in the book, London. Um, I think Casey called him that because I'm based in London. And he was like, what can I call this guy? Um, basically, he, he keeps on dying and possessing other people. So with that level, what I'm thinking is somebody may actually get chosen to become the next body for London to appear in. So, Oh, nice. Um, and then the final level we have is all of that, except for the, uh, the option for the appearing in issue two is limited to four because obviously I can't have the comic full of loads of randoms because that wouldn't make any sense. And then the very last one is all of the above um, and also original artwork um, to buy as well. So whether you're based in the UK or US, you can have original. Now, I'm going to say A3 because I'm under the impression that A3 is the same as your 11 by 17, but standard basically comic size paper. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty close. Like your A4 is a little bit longer than our eight and a half by 11, which we call them. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, some really good rewards, but it ranged from like, you know, 
PDF all the way through to having some original artwork from Voodoo Child issue one. So that's awesome. And how many how many issues do you guys hopefully plan on being able to perform or to produce? For this series, mm-hmm. five. Five. So you have five currently mapped out or five written, five done? F- uh, three completely written, five mapped out. Wow. That's awesome. And then when we get through all, all five, are we going to hopefully see a PBB? Yeah, that's the that- plan, yeah. Yeah, basically um, the plan is to run on Kickstarter every issue and then at the end of issue five, get a trade paper back going. Um, and then me and Casey have got another project lined up after that, which is a Sherlock Holmes meets Cthulhu with Oscar Wilde. And who's the other guy we were thinking of, Case? It, it's, um, so it's Oscar Wilde uh, and um, uh, Dorian Gray. <laughs> That's it, yeah, Dorian Gray. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it that story, there was a all-girl gang in England called the 42 Elephants, I want to say. This is real. Um, yes, it is. It is. It's not Robin Hood real. It's like Benito Mussolini real. Like right. it's, um, and so the story starts off with a heist and Sherlock gets his ass handed to him. In the process of that, um, Watson breaks his femur. Big fucking deal, right? Uh, and the cane? huh? Are you doing kind of like an origin of why Watson walks with a cane? Um, no, no, no. Oh. But uh, it's well, maybe that's a good shout, though. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that didn't even occur to me. Uh, Watson, (laughs) (laughs) I'm an idiot. Uh, No, Watson in this book gets it. Um, we'll just start off with that because Watson never gets any love. So, uh, Watson's going to be slanging some rope. Um, Uh, in addition to that, (laughs) Peter, um, (laughs) in addition to that though, um, uh, Sherlock gets a job that he cannot turn down. Yeah. And it ends up uh, sending him to the Americas. And I've been having so much fun uh, writing, you know, writing the roughs for this. And I'll send some stuff over to Pete and he'll add some suggestions. And we will fucking giggle like schoolgirls. Like, that's the funniest shit ever. So um, I, I just love Pete. No, you, you guys suck. Pete, on the other <laughs> hand, is a fucking golden god. I feel like we're gonna have to put some porn sounds, some ass sounds. No, that's terrible. <laughs> so, Voodoo Child, you guys have three done, last two mapped out for a total of five. We're hoping to see a trade paperback. When are we hoping to get issue two and then the following issues after that? So, we're in the early stages. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go for it, bro. Well, I was saying we're in the early stages of uh, getting all that stuff uh, arted out mm-hmm. uh, for issue two. And Pete's been, in fact, Pete actually sent me uh, 
some art for the first few pages of issue one, uh, or excuse me, issue two today. And, uh, I was blown away by it and it's, it starts off issue one. When I initially wrote it, um, it started off like deep in the shit and Pete was like, "Hmm, man, let's get some characterization first. And I was like, yes, that makes sense. Issue two. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So issue two starts off like deep into the shit. You're like, Oh my God. It starts off horde. Right. So (laughs) there's some horror going on. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's some crazy stuff going on. Um, yeah, it's some, really, some really cool stuff. I can't wait for. <laughs> such as, such as, uh, there's a great um, action sequence in issue two um, where London possesses another body that has no eyes, and there's this whole page that Casey's written where he's like, "Yeah, cool. Can you do some slapstick comedy?" I'm like, "Okay, I'm trying my best." But basically, they're, they're trying to escape a hut, and London runs out of shot and then runs into a wall. Um, so run into shovel after shovel after shovel. No, no, oh. just it's gonna it's gonna be if you remember the old um Kevin Maguire JL, JL uh, I stuff um, <laughs> just before um Adam Hughes jumped on, and there used to be like the well the Batman punch basically that sort of era. Yeah. Um, and there used to be all that like slapstick comedy. I'm trying to put some of that in it. But I, I was just thinking when you when you're explaining it in my mind, I went right to Hitchhiker's Guide. When they're running through that field and all those shovels are coming up and hitting them in the face, uh, oh yeah, it's just so funny. <laughs> and then it's not funny, but then it's funny all over again because they just <laughs> keep happening. And I just cried when I see that. And I just so when he said do some slapstick, I'm thinking, oh, you're gonna run through a field and have them get hit by a bunch of rakes. <laughs> so, do you remember the old Saturday Night Live, um, Mr. Bill? Yeah. Oh yeah. London is Mr. Bill. Nice. So, but because I mean, essentially, he he is a disembodied spirit inhabiting a a corpse. Right, and London. We can do. We're following London through the story. He he's a side character. Oh, okay. um, Max Bookman is, I guess, the the main protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, London is a photographer out of London. <laughs> he works for a newspaper <laughs> that's covering a story on uh, the Vietnam War, and he ends up. Well, I'm, I don't want to get too deep into it. I don't want to give anything away. But, um, yeah, he ends up becoming a disembodied spirit. And uh, he is going to be our Mr. Bill. Is, he is going to get killed in so many different ways. Um, your, oh, my God, you killed Kenny. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel kind of – sometimes I feel bad turning in a script for Pete because I'm like, how is he going to – how is Pete going to do that? And then Pete will read it and say, he'll send me a clip of the script that I just sent him and say, Oh my God, I can't wait to do this. <laughs> Pete is up for anything. Pete is down to clown. That's hilarious. We've established through this conversation that Casey loves Pete. <laughs> I know. If, I, if feel, nothing- I feel a lot of love. If nothing else, I want you guys to know that. <laughs> I'm excited but, for you guys. I, I really am. I, I mean, from the stuff that I've seen, it looks fantastic. That the, the you guys, it sounds like you guys. It seems like you guys got a good letterer, which is so important. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah. 
dude, we've got, we get books all the time. We literally get books all the time. And the lettering, you can't even read a bad lettered book, right? You just can't like the balloon placement, the, the way the everything goes. I mean, we had this, we had these guys come on when we first started doing Kickstarter Sigma boots. Uh, it was, it was the brainchild of Johnny and he, he did them like the first, I think quite the first few, like, I don't know how many he did in a row. He did a lot of them in a row by himself and he would put a call to action out. People would, would, would answer back. And we had a, we had a couple guys out from your neck of the woods and Johnny read their book. And then he said, Hey man, I have to be really honest, dude, your guys is, lettering is so bad your book is unreadable and he offered to go through it and i don't think anything ever came of that johnny you can probably tell the story better yeah i never but, did yeah i never did but one of the things i noticed when the stuff that you guys have been sending over things look really really polished like extremely well done and so i'm super excited to get on kickstarter when it goes live and what day is kickstarter going live um, Thursday the 11th at 7 p.m. GMT. So about one o'clock your time, I think, guys. Yeah, this yep. this when this is live. If you're hearing this, it's live, and there'll be links in the show notes. So if you're hearing this right now, it's live and active. Well, I can't wait to go to Kickstarter, pick my reward tier, and and, and get going and, and get this book in my hand because I, I want to. I, I like reading books electronically as well, like on my on my on my tablet. But I, there's something about having a comic book in your hand and flipping through those pages and you know, the smell of it and the, and the feel of it and, and just all about reading the book and sitting down. And I still, when I read books, I go to my bed, sit on my bed, like I'm 10 years old reading comic books because it get, kind of harkens all that back. And the story that you guys are telling, I can't wait to, to, to be a part of that. Awesome. Um, I know what you mean with the book. So it's, um, when I, for ages, I've been reading digital, I've been reading stuff on comicsology and like the Marvel and yeah. that. And then, Lockdown happened last year, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be able to go to the pub every month. I'm gonna treat myself to some graphic novels." So I'm, I've always wanted the Sandman graphic novels, and never actually bought them. Read them like hundreds of times, but never actually bought them. So I bought those, and I also bought the Preacher because Steve Dillon, uh, Steve Dillon is like my god, essentially. Uh, he's been such an influence in my art and the way I try and draw um, awesome. when I started off, but. You know, hopefully I'm developing into my own style as time goes on as well. But getting Preacher in my hands and actually reading it, like, as a graphic novel was just, ah, it's it's lovely. It's given me goosebumps um, just thinking about actually holding graphic novels instead of just having them digitally because, yeah, we're all geeks together and we all know where we're coming from (laughs) now. Is this this your guys' first foray into independent publishing? Casey, Pete, have you guys have other books out there that we should be aware of? Um, I'm a I've novice, got... Pete. On the other hand, I'm sorry, Pete. No, no, dude, can do go for it, dude. Well, I, 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 I was I'm, about I'm, to say, I'm, 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 I'm giving Casey his little training wheels here to be able to get his stuff out. So you know. I love it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Pete, Pete is the old salt at this, and uh, this is the first thing that I've ever um, like written and put out. You know that's so solely my creation or, or not solely my creation is right. our creation, but it's, it's the first Kickstarter I've been involved in that is, uh, you know, it's based on something that you're one of the main driving forces of it creatively. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I'm, I'm really proud of you, of you, Casey. I, I, man, we've known each other now for three years 
going on four and uh, you've always been so helpful and just so willing to to dive all in on our little spoiler country podcast and then again on spoiler verse and then seeing you bring something forth like this i'm super excited to see what this brings and i can't wait to see what happens um after well you guys please um support this uh this kickstarter because if not i'll have to start back up at the only fans and um casey that's the wrong way people want that so- we want you to do only fans so if, if we st- if you're telling people not to support to get what we want I, I miss the only fans though. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. If we support it and as well, Casey will go back to only fans just for one it, month only. No, seriously, <laughs> I'm, I'm seriously, I'm super excited for this to, to happen, to get out there. And I can't wait for issue two, issue three, four, five, see that trade paperback. And then you mentioned one Sherlock Holmes, one of my favorite all time characters of all time. Cthulhu, one of my favorite characters of all, all time. Oscar Wilde, uh, you know, how do you not like Oscar Wilde and Dorian Gray, of course, you know, who Oscar Wilde wrote. So I'm super excited to see what this is going to be because I have no idea what's in store for this. I mean, it just sounds, I mean, you, those four characters together just sounds like mischief abounds. It's going to be fun. Uh, me, and, me and Casey, have, I think we've got the basically in the next two, three years planned out working collaboratively together. that word (laughs) if you guys want to uh see some of pete's artwork and some of his storytelling um look up a book called chimera factor uh he he didn't write it he did the art on it um it is gold uh it's so well yeah so so, oh yeah cheers dude yeah Uh, so yeah i've got two books out at the moment um both 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 on one's on comiXology i think the i think they're both going to comiXology uh, one's with uh, Marcosia. I don't know if you guys have heard of the UK printer a publisher called Marcosia. Um, there's a book that's recently come out with them called Gunrunner, which I've done the art on for that. Um, and that's basically a high octane road chase book. Um, so much I do, I do so many bloody cars in that book that when Casey, when me and Casey hooked up, and he was like, "What do you want to draw?" I went, "Anything but cars. Thanks a lot. No car chases. None whatsoever." <laughs> Um, and then my the other graphic novel I have available is, as Casey said, there the Chimera Factor, um, which is based in Barry Nugent's um, universe called Unseen Shadows. Um, it's a standalone book, but you can also read it if you've heard of Barry Nugent. And if you haven't, you should go and check him out because he's great. Gunrunner is written by uh, Chris Sides, who's done quite a few good things as well. So perfect. All right, guys. Well. So everybody knows, go to uh, kickstarter.com. You can do a search for Voodoo Chili. That's V-O-D-O-O-C-H-I-L-L-E. Not Chili, Child. I know. I said that on purpose. (laughs) But seriously, Voodoo Child, you can just do a search for that, and it'll pop right up. And look at those rewards. I I guarantee you'll be happy with your purchase, and you're going to have a really fun ride, and you're going to be salivating for book two. So you're going to be waiting and waiting, and, and hopefully that'll be just around the corner. Yeah, on the timeline for book two, the plan is is to um, get the – because of uh, Brexit, and no one knows really what's going on with the postage, to yeah. be fair, from the UK to the US, like on bulk, like we're planning. Um, so we're looking at delivery for the book by June at the very latest. And then the plan is is by within 
when that book is arriving to people in the US and obviously the, the UK, because I'm basically that will come a little bit sooner for those. Um, around about June, July, around about that time, is basically the Kickstarter for issue two. And then potentially have an issue three Kickstarter running uh, by the end of the year as well. So issues two and three it would be ideal this year, four and five next year, or four and five, begin middle part next year, trade paid back the end of next year. So that's the plan. Nice. Nice. Well, good luck, man. I really hope this, this works out for both of you. Cheers, guys. Casey, any parting words, buddy? I am going to say, uh, please support the comic. You guys will not be disappointed. It has action. It has horror. It has in-depth characterization. We get into some crazy stuff. And I've really had a blast writing this with, uh, with Pete. And uh, I want to continue uh, doing the rest of it. Yeah. So you guys support this comic. And uh, you will see more amazing comics from us in the future. And just to be cl- just to be clear as well, I do love Casey back as much as he loves me. I'm just more of a British gentleman. So. <laughs> I'll wear my heart on my sleeve, man. <laughs> yeah, you do. I love it. No, it's great. It's it's great. And Casey, oh, we'll edit out the OnlyFans stuff just because I do. We do love you. <laughs> love you too, man. I just love it. All right, guys. All right. I think awesome. that's a show. That's a um, show. Don't forget, everybody listening, look in your show notes for URLs for the Kickstarter to see Pete Wood's other books that are out there for you to enjoy, peruse, and purchase as you can, and to see the Comic Jam with Casey and, of course, all of our normal stuff. We'll see everybody soon. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks, Thanks guys. And we're back. That's right. We are back. Back in the saddle again. Well, <laughs> I hope you guys really, really enjoyed that as much as we did making it for you. And if you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you got to go check out spoilerverse.com because at spoilerverse.com, we have a plethora. Plethora is such a, it's such a snobbish word. <laughs> I like it though. <laughs> It's a good word. <laughs> we have an obscene amount of oh, interviews obscene. with amazing directors and artists of all walks of life and editors and writers. And, oh, my God, are you a lover of comic books like we are? And then there's so many. so many amazing people from the comic book world over at SpoilerVerse.com. And I highly implore you to go there and check it out. Yeah, and while you're there, you can check out all the other podcasts on our network, like Bridges and Geekdoms and Funny Book Forensics and Haphazard Adventures and Nerds in the Crypt and so many more. Misery Point Radio. episodes all the time. Misery Point Radio. They've got a ton of great stuff out there. Go check all of them out. And check out all of the reviews and previews and articles we have going up every single day for you, every day on Swillivers.com for you to check out, to read, and to love, and to like, and to comment. We have a store link. If you want to help support the site, you can do it two ways. One, go to our Patreon, which is just patreon.com slash country. Or go to our store link in the middle of the site there and get a t-shirt, a face mask, a hoodie, something. Look fly as hell and help support the site when you do that because we get a dollar or two. And, you know, maybe you want to talk to us. If you do, you can do it you know, obviously on all the socials. But if you go to scpod.us slash discord, you can join our public discord server and come chat with us all day long. I couldn't say it better myself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You just mouthed out a ton of information at once. And really, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy what you're hearing because we're, we're working our butts off to bring it to you. 
We are. We are. I guess there's only one left thing. One left thing? Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to go with it. There's only one left thing left to do. What's that? In an oceans of podcasts, we are Cthulhu. As Cthulhu compels you to do, open the mind. And even more.